Have you ever considered having another child? One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in my marriage. That was to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans and eventually we made a decision to have more children and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available in print and on Kindle on Amazon. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You've come to the right place. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm your host. On the One More Child podcast, we'll talk about our daily struggles, faith, family, children, relationships, and whatever the Lord brings our way. One thing you can be sure of, I will share helpful solutions and encourage you along your journey in life. And best of all, I know without a shadow of a doubt that the truth will set you free. This is your personal invitation to join me weekly on the One More Child podcast. Welcome. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with another episode of One More Child podcast. Today, um, I am talking to Father Frank Pavone. Uh, We had another uh, podcast we did, Pro-Life and Family, and this one is Pro-Life Action. Welcome, Father. Well, Felice, it's good to be with you again. Yes, uh, great, a great topic to talk about. There's so much that people can do. Well, I am excited because, uh, you know, a lot of times we, we hear about the pro-life movement, but we're really not sure what to do. And friends, yes. uh, Father has an amazing website. It's called priestforlife.org. And you can find out a ton of information um, about the ministry and what you can do. Um, you know, and it's not just for Catholics. There's just so much information there for anyone who is interested in the pro-life movement. So um, in the other episode, we talked a little bit about, you know, the, the beginnings of Roe v. Wade and also, um, you know, the importance, obviously, we know of um, why we need to understand what the argument is, you know, and obviously for, for those of us um, who are not for abortion, you know, there is a life of a child uh, that is hanging, but you pointed out something beautifully in the last episode, is, and that is there's a lot of pain and emotional hurt involved with those who would have an abortion, and that is something that we can't forget is you right. know the person behind that. And so that kind of gives us a little bit of um, empathy and instead of just being angry and pointing fingers, and that's never what we want to do if we are right. involved with pro-life. So give us some ideas, uh, you know, how, especially if I'm coming into this um, and have never done anything, you know, figuratively right. speaking. So what are, what are some ways I can get involved or someone can get involved? Yes. 
And, and, and what you just said is, is a perfect introduction that people need to know they can save lives. Uh, uh, the first thing we can do being, being involved in the pro-life movement is to realize there are people around us who feel like they have to have an abortion. And the fact is there are alternatives available and you can connect them with those alternatives. Now, as we talk about this topic, I'm going to give people a lot of different websites, okay? So if they have a, a pen and paper or their, uh, out their iPad or whatever they use, take down all this information and you'll be equipped more than 99% more than, than of, uh, mm -hmm. of, the, of the public. And One I'll of them is... On. Hold on, Father. I will yes. have these links on the show notes for this episode. So oh, if you go to onemorechildpodcast.com and look for Pro-Life Action, uh, you'll find that information. All right, Father. Fantastic. So for saving lives, the first thing we want to know is that we can go to a website called pregnancycenters.org. And anyone, no matter where they live, you can type in a zip code and find the pregnancy centers closest to where that person lives, pregnancycenters.org. And what these centers do is they assess the needs of the individual, and this is 24-7, it's, it's bilingual, English and Spanish, and uh, the, 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 the person will be, will be given the help that they, that they need instead of going to an abortion clinic. So pregnancycenters.org, just knowing that you can save someone's life and spread the information in your community. Have your churches put it in the, the church bulletin. Talk to school counselors. Make sure they know about it. Spread the word in any way that you can. Now, then there's also people that have had abortions, and they're in great pain, and, and, and a lot of them are suffering deeply. And you can uh, help people who are suffering the pain of an abortion to find healing and forgiveness and peace. And the place to go for that is abortion forgiveness. Dot com. Now, that's actually a website that my team and I set up uh, because we oversee the world's largest ministry for healing after abortion called Rachel's Vineyard. And at abortionforgiveness.com, again, you, you put in a zip code and you'll find all sorts of ministries, retreats, or, or other resources close to where you live that can lead you or the or person you know through the steps to find healing and forgiveness after abortion. So these are two of the greatest things that anyone can do. Just having this information at their fingertips and um, it really these are the most important things we can do. We're actually saving lives and we're healing the wounds in, uh, in people's hearts. Uh, so I would start with that. And then once people realize, hey, we're not being judgmental here, we're not pointing fingers, we're not being condemnatory. You know, once people realize the positive spirit uh, in which the pro-life movement operates, then they'll be ready to get involved in a whole bunch of the other activities, which we can also uh, discuss as we continue here. Yeah, and so, you know, those are two very important things. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, the fact that someone who has had an abortion may be very, very upset about that. I think that's something that, uh, you know, nobody really understands. You know, they, they think right. that it's, you know, I've heard many um, testimonials about that that really hit home where people have struggled, have been suicidal, um, and haven't yes. wanted to share that information because they weren't getting support within their family. Well, you know, people feel, I mean, abortion is such a deep wound 
that it, at first, uh, the person who experiences it doesn't even want to go there anymore. They, they shut down a whole por- part of themselves. They shut down a whole part of their relationships. So many couples that we have dealt with, you know, uh, whether they were married or not, you know, once the, you know, they went to get that abortion, uh, you know, we constantly hear them say, well, we never spoke about it again. And, and it is a whole dimension of the person and of the relationship that just shuts down. That's not healthy. And that's not the path to healing. It doesn't go away just because we ignore it. And then once people do start facing up to it, they realize, you know, I did something that I never knew I could do. Now, what does that mean for my future? Can I trust myself anymore? Can I trust those around me? Can I trust God? And it just leads to this terrible uh, downward spiral, devastation, and it leads to all sorts of other problems, self-destructive behavior, substance abuse, uh, sometimes suicidal behavior. Uh, It it leads to broken relationships, inability to make decisions or or to carry on with one's education or career, and, and on and on it goes, not to mention various physical uh, damage that's done. Overall, one of the things we can do to help people find uh, the path to healing is, uh, and I give you another website here, abortiontestimonies.com. Now that's part of our Silent No More campaign. A lot of people who have been through all of this that we're talking about and have found healing want to speak out. They want to share their story. Why? So that others who are in that pain can know that there is a path to healing. And so that others who, you know, are thinking about maybe having an abortion will think twice and and won't Mm -hmm. do it. Abortiontestimonies.com is very, very powerful. And again, it's a tool that anyone listening can use because these people have shared their stories so that we can share their stories. When we go there, you know, and think about it, you know, pastors can preach about it. People who write about abortion can quote from these stories. Uh, you can just share it with your, your, your friends via email or social media or whatever way you want. Abortiontestimonies.com, those stories are out there precisely for us all to use so that people can understand how, how terribly painful and destructive abortion is and again, lead them away from that path. Wonderful. And then, you know, I want our audience to understand a little bit about Planned Parenthood. We don't have several hours to really delve into everything. Um, Mm -hmm. But basically a nutshell version, because when you hear Planned Parenthood, it sounds wonderful. It sounds like someone's going to help you plan, uh, you know, your parenting and maybe Mm -hmm. help you with parenting advice or you know, counsel you, because we always hear about it as uh, the, the spin is that this is for women's health, um, because a lot of the, you know, people can't afford um, women's health issues or, you know, uh, going to the doctor. And so this supposedly, this clinic helps lower income people who possibly could not afford their, um, you know, I don't know exactly what it's supposed to do, Father. So maybe you can share well, with us about Planned Parenthood. Well, let's let's put it this way. If you ask the question, what is the largest business in the world that sells the most abortions? It's Planned Parenthood. It is the largest abortion business in the world. Uh, it is furthermore a um, an, an, an organization that has been involved in many 
illegal activities. It's under investigation by federal and state government. Uh, and it is a very political organization. Planned Parenthood pours tens of millions of dollars into the campaigns of politicians that want to keep abortion going. So that's that, like you said, the title sounds very nice, but it's not about planning to be a parent. It's about planning not to be a parent. It's how to kill the child inside of you. Uh, this unfortunately is the biggest commitment uh, that Planned Parenthood has uh, so you know we we need to we need to indeed learn more about it uh, but the good news is that there are many more health care facilities for for women and for all citizens in America uh, that do not perform abortions many more of those facilities exist than do the Planned Parenthood facilities and uh, uh, knowing that is a is a is a big help as well so we don't believe you know the Planned Parenthood will say oh well if you don't have us you know women are not going to get health care and that's not true at all there's there's plenty of ways to give health care without killing children right I mean there are many free clinics that are set up in my own town uh, if you cannot afford um, you know help there are there are places right. that you can go. So, uh, you know, we, we know that on an intellectual basis, but sometimes it's kind of nice to reveal. I mean, I love, again, how you put that, you know, what is the largest business in the world um, that does abortions? And so that does, again, very clearly, uh, Father Frank Pavone is known for his clarity of words and really uh, bringing simplicity to, you know, what it actually does. So, if someone wants to get involved in the pro-life movement, I'm very blessed uh, where I live. We have a very strong organization and, um, you know, these ladies are tireless and we are able to, you know, uh, go um, on a regular basis, even if, if people want to uh, at least once a month, um, you know, different churches are, uh, praying outside of an abortion clinic that um, is in town. Sadly, we still have them here. Uh, so what are some things that people can do if they want to learn more information of, uh, on how they can help? I know you have the priestforlife.org forward slash volunteer. And again, I'll have these links yes. on the show notes. That's right. And there's plenty of things. The volunteer page uh, gives people an opportunity to let us know what they would like to do, especially in regard to elections. We have uh, ways that people can help us to, you know, put pro-life people in office. You know, if you want good laws, you need good lawmakers. And if we want the laws to protect the unborn, well, then you need to elect lawmakers that are willing to do that. So we help people to get involved in that way. There's also a website we have called StopAbortionNow.org. And what we have there are action alerts. Sometimes when you know, there's going to be a law passed, for example, in Congress that would, would advance the protection of the unborn. You know, we need people to uh, make a little call uh, into their representative and let them know that they support that bill or, or vice versa. If there's a bad bill uh, in, the, in, the, in the Congress or in the states that's going to expand abortion, we need people to get on the phone, make some calls uh, and say, hey, I don't believe in this. You don't have to be an expert on the bill. You just have to say, hey, I'm a I'm a voter, I'm a taxpayer, and I don't like this. And that's really all you have to say. Uh, but we guide people on how to do that. And StopAbortionNow.org is a place where they can sign up to get regular uh, reminders and alerts when there is an issue that arises that we need their, their voice to be heard. So that is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many other things 
We have prayercampaign.org where people can have different specific prayers that can be said at different times of the year regarding pro-life, prayercampaign.org. And then there's many different activities that flow from that. As you said, prayer vigils that take place uh, in the community, 40 Days for Life, for example, uh, we're very much involved. We were involved in getting that launched from the very beginning. And uh, we really believe in that, people going to the places uh, and standing there as a prayerful witness to, to life. That and so much more. There's something for everyone and uh, check out those websites and you'll be uh, you'll be ready to do your part in saving lives and, and that is amazing like we've been for many years involved with the 40 days for life and it is an ecumenical you know thing i mean we have yes. people from all denominations that are out there praying and it's a peaceful thing unless you have uh training uh you do not approach people walking into an abortion clinic there are people who are trained who mm-hmm. are available for that so just want to throw that out there the other thing too is there are some signs that um our group uses that are very effective my young son then 12 blonde hair brown eyes cute cutest thing ever uh, had a sign that said one third of my peer group has been aborted. And that wow, actually yeah. made it in the paper. You know, can you imagine a third yes. of his of the population of, you know, and someone obviously did the math there. So um, they use a lot of things like that. Abortion stills a beating heart and, and just different yeah. things like that. And so you're going to get the people that are going to yell at you as you're out there, as well as the people who are going to be honking and giving you thumbs up. So, you know, you just have to kind of be prepared. If you take your kids, bring water, little ones and strollers are effective. It was amazing because having a baby there, a cute little baby who was looking around, did make them pause. And some people did leave. So we don't know exactly what happened. If, you know, who knows? Blair? I mean, we don't know the impact. And, you know, I've had to learn that we just can plant seeds and it's up to God to harvest. Yes. Uh, so it's, and it's difficult, you know, really to be in that position. But like you said, anything we can do to help goes a long way because there was a lot, there's going to be a lot of pushback. There's always pushback. And, uh, and yet we are a movement where none of us is doing this alone. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing that we have each other and we're on the, we're on the right side of history. And, uh, and, and the beautiful thing about it is the feedback you get from the people that do uh, agree with the message and, uh, and whose lives you impact when you do save a life or you change a mind about abortion. Nothing in the world like it. It's very encouraging. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for all that you have done. I mean, you have done this for how many years now? Uh, since 1976. <laughs> a long, long time, right? <laughs> so, well, God bless, Father, and I, I just pray that the Lord fills you with uh, all that you need, um, you know, the blessings and, and spiritual help that you need to keep going, because I know it, it is difficult. Um, there's a lot of opposition, um, even among, uh, you know, leaders who, who should be helpful and supportive, and yes. you have persevered through it all, um, and, uh, you know, we've been uh, big cheerleaders for you and your organization for many years. So it's been, you know, a personal uh, delight for me to have you on the show today. Thank you. Well, thank you, Felice, and keep up the good work. All right. Well, God bless.
And guys, you can find out more information, uh, priestforlife.org. Uh, go there. There's lots of information, ways that you can help support uh, this ministry. Um, and then for today's show notes, you can go to onemorechildpodcast.com, look for pro-life action. And then the other um, episode, it was pro-life and family. Take care. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You are on your way to a life that is focused on joy and hope. Thanks so much for stopping by. Connect with me on social media and visit the podcast page for your show notes at onemorechildpodcast.com. If you have any questions, be sure to write me at felice at mediaangels.com.